Welcome to Spark, our weekly inspirational podcast full of actionable ideas for strategically preparing your business and yourself for anything that may come your way. I'm your host, Stephanie Redcross West, and now let's jump into our next episode. Doing things on the fly can feel like fun. It can feel like it's a nice way to spice up your day, spice up your life. But when you're running a business, often you want to be more productive. Often you want to ensure that you're getting what you need to get done on a daily and weekly basis. So therefore, we might need to dial down that spice so that you can accomplish more. So you can have more free moments in your week and so you can start to see the benefit of organizing your day, not just around what do you do when, but having reoccurring tasks and reoccurring activities, meetings, and more to help make sure that you have the most productive day. So today, That's what we're going to dive into. Today, we're going to talk about the power of creating reoccurring tasks and how it can make running your business a little bit easier. So let's hit the top key points. For today, we're going to talk about not just why you should do reoccurring tasks, but I want to talk about why reoccurring tasks can really make freedom. I want to talk about why reoccurring tasks are really some of the most powerful task out there in your business in your week and what are some of the key ones that you should be scheduling and then I want to talk a little bit about why I think you should not only do it so it can help you but maybe I can give you a few lessons learned and things along the way that I've done that reoccurring tasks has really transformed my business so I'm hoping today's session can not only give you some ideas and some tips but ultimately be something that you can implement maybe next week. All right, so let's talk about it. Why should you be doing reoccurring tasks? How in the world could the idea of doing reoccurring tasks create freedom? And what I want you to take away from today is that when you think about the work you have to do, there's different type of activities you're doing throughout the week, even throughout the month and even throughout the year. At times, you need to grind it out. You need to get work done. You have to actually write something, create a video, you know, sign off on a document, create something in Canva, maybe write a proposal for a client, or you're having client meetings. These are things that have to get done. But then you also have sessions where you need to brainstorm, when you need to think about your business differently, when you need to be planning for the future. And then we also need that break time. You need time between all of the work that you have to get done, all of the planning and strategy that you have to think about, and you need time for your brain to rest and refresh. And what happens for most of us is we feel like we're in a race against time. We feel like we're trying to get the maximum amount of things done in a day until the clock runs out. And what I want you to do is start to think of your business differently. Not think about you racing against time, but instead using time as an asset for you in your business. And what that means is sitting down and understanding what are some of the most important things that you do in your business. What are those things that are extremely not only impactful to your business, but impactful 
for your customers and your clients. They're impactful to the bottom line of your business. And start to think about those things as not just things I have to get done, not just items that are important or within the mix of everything else, but start to separate those out into potential reoccurring tasks. Because the key here is there's always things that need to get done or should get done or are great ideas to get done, but there's a difference between the things that have to get done to run your business. They're the things that have to happen so that your business moves forward. And when we get too bogged down in our tasks, often what happens is we don't have a path forward. We just kind of run, like we talked about before, against time. But if you realize that, hey, there's two or three things I should be doing every week. There's two or three things that I must get done every single week to keep my business afloat. And there's specific things that I should be doing every week to really support my customers. If you turn those into reoccurring tasks, not only are they more likely to actually get done every week, but what can happen is we can make those tasks better and more efficient over time. We can make those tasks a lot more impactful over time. And we can make those tasks things that not only maybe initially were impactful, but even have a greater impact in your business. The other thing is, just because you have to get them done doesn't mean that they all should be on your plate every day. So what I love to do, and this is what I love or the beauty to me of reoccurring tasks, is sitting down and saying, what are my days during the week that are my grind days? What are my days during the week that are set aside for reoccurring tasks? So therefore, I can have a grind and get it done day, but I can also have specific days I have meetings, specific days I create content, Specific days that I sit down with prospects or customers, I do discovery calls. And by starting to separate out those days, I can make sure that everything isn't jammed together. I can make sure that at the beginning of that day, I'm actually in the mindset and ready for a grind day versus being ready for a meeting day because there are a little bit different skills that it takes to make those days successful. And by having a little bit more structure, a little bit more of an organized approach to these tasks, I find I can get more done. And I really think this can help you too. Now, it may sound like, oh goodness, Stephanie, it sounds like I gotta change everything around. And that's not what I'm saying. What I'm really saying is, instead of just starting with that master big to-do list, sit down and say, which day of the week do I do what? Which tasks are those important ones and when should I be doing them? So let's talk about some of those tasks specifically. One of my big tasks that are reoccurring tasks for me are client meetings, team meetings. Now, I'm not a big fan of like huge team meetings, but there are certain people in my team that I need to meet with or talk with on a frequent basis. So some of those people I will have a reoccurring monthly task. Maybe I'll have a reoccurring weekly Slack meeting. And I love, love, love Slack meetings. Now, anyone who's not familiar with Slack, Slack is just a tool that allows you to kind of communicate similar to like a text messaging format, but in a much more efficient way that will allow you to have conversations, upload videos, files, and so forth. 
And what I love to do is have Slack meetings with my team because we don't have to jump on a call. We don't have to stop everything we're doing. We're just going to check in at a specific time. And it ensures I have enough like bandwidth during that check-in time to have a meeting, to talk about tasks, to run through quickly anything we need to get done for that week. And I love having those sessions because they're not so disruptive in my day. And they can also be something that I look forward to on a weekly basis to make sure that key team members, I can keep up to date on what's happening business-wide, all right? Another task I love to do when I think about meetings are client meetings. Now, I'm a coach, so I spend a lot of time in Zoom sessions. For many of you, you may be just booking your sessions willy-nilly, or maybe you're using a scheduling tool. Now, I love using a scheduling tool for prospecting, for discovery calls. But for clients, I find one of the best ways to have more efficient meetings with my clients, to make sure I'm prepared for those meetings and my clients are prepared for those meetings, is setting up reoccurring meetings with my clients. So sitting down and saying, instead of let's just book a couple of times, instead of giving people a link and letting them book anytime, especially if I'm working with someone over a three-month period or a six-month period, what I love to do is say, all right, we're going to meet on Wednesday at two o'clock every Wednesday for the next six months, every Wednesday or every other Wednesday for the next three months, depending on the package that you have. And by establishing that time, what you're doing is creating this kind of like time and space that's dedicated to them. And your clients are going to really appreciate it. It also ensures that you get in the meetings that you need to get in in a week, as well as it'll ensure that you don't overbook yourself. When you book most of your clients on reoccurring schedules, you can set aside a meeting day. I have three meeting days. I started out with only two, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then I expanded to a certain set of time on Wednesdays, but I don't have meetings all day. When I have my meeting blocks, I only normally meet with clients between about 11 o'clock and seven o'clock, and that's not even every day. Every day has its own set aside reoccurring time slot for my meetings, A, to make sure I can meet with clients and I'm available, but to also make sure, because remember we're talking about that freedom piece, is to make sure that I also have time when I'm not in meetings. I also have time to brainstorm in the beginning of the day. I also have time to work on other projects on other days. And I also have time to prepare for my day. So think about your schedule. Think about what you're doing. Think about the things that feel like you can't get a handle on them and start to think about what type of meetings you should turn into reoccurring either meetings with individuals or literally just meetings with yourself. One of my favorite things is to have a content creation meeting. Now, for me, I do these live sessions. So this is one of my reoccurring sessions. And I love it because when I wanted to go live and originally, or I wanted to do training initially, I would just kind of do it ad hoc. I'd schedule some time. I'd say I'd do it. And sometimes it was at one o'clock. Sometimes it's five o'clock. Sometimes I'd miss a week. And what I found is if I wanted to consistently communicate with you, if I wanted to consistently do interviews, if I wanted to consistently really create kind of content where I share ideas and recommendations and tips and also things that are just happening in real time, I needed to set up a time every single week to go live. I also do this for other content that I have to create. 
I set aside specific days in a month for me to create videos or anything I need to record. I also set aside time to write, but I'm not really great at that one. Writing is definitely one of those things that I struggle with. So while I set aside time, sometimes I do feel like I'm staring at the sheet of paper, but by having that time set aside, I do get more done than if I didn't have that time on my schedule. The other thing I love to set aside reoccurring events for is things that enhance the customer experience in our business, making sure our business is better, making sure our business is stronger, making sure the customer kind of flow is better. One of the things we're focused on right now is our onboarding process. What's it like when someone gets a proposal from us or a brochure from us? What's that experience like? Is it easy? Is it seamless? Do they have all the information they have after they sign up? What happens next? And what we started to do is put templates in place. We've started to put questionnaires in place that we can send to new clients so we can gather information. We're starting to add a new onboarding process in the way I do scheduling and the way that we ensure that we have everything we need for our first meeting. So think about that for your business too. And I know I'm giving you examples from my coaching life, but this applies to all businesses whether you sell products or services, whether you sell any type of service and you're an accountant, you're a financial advisor, maybe you sell vegan makeup, any of those things, the idea is what are you doing on a reoccurring basis to make that experience better? How do you make sure the shopping process is easier on your website? What do you need to do with changing the buttons around, making the buttons bigger, making the buttons more visible, making things work well on mobile, on tablet versus desktop? For most of us, when we launch, we just launch one website and hope it works everywhere. But if you increased the usability of your site, especially as a retailer on all of those devices, you'll see some hefty returns. So why not turn that activity into something that you do on a recurring basis. The other thing to think about is prospecting and sales management. Same thing for any of my folks out there that are looking for grants. Most of us try to get it all done. Most of us try to get everything that we need to get accomplished done. And often what happens is we aren't prioritizing our task. Everything is important. So everything has like the number one tag on it. But what I find for many businesses, especially small businesses, we really need to make sure the sales pipeline that you're building, the prospecting that you need to do in your business and sales management is really in that top number one, number two, or number three slot. And what often has to happen is you need time dedicated every single week to this process because it's very difficult to grow a business. It's very difficult to get new customers. It's very difficult to find that new corporate client that you wanna work with, those new customers that you wanna coach, to find new distribution for your product or services, or to launch something big, like maybe a new feature on your website, and you wanna get feedback and get people you know, using it so you can get a sense of how it works and then get ready to send it out to the public All of that takes time. And what can happen is it can compete with other things. So instead of it just sitting on your to-do list as something to do this week, why not set aside time every single week? Whether it's 30 minutes, 45 minutes, or an hour. Maybe it's every other week for you because 
maybe your calendar is just a little bit tight right now and you need some time to figure out how to loosen it up. But if you set aside time for writing grants every other week, or grant management, maybe I should say, because you're going to be writing, you're going to be checking up, following up, researching. What it's going to do is create grant writing as a process in your business. It's going to become something that becomes the process that you consistently do. And often when you have these things that you're consistently doing, you're often able to do more, get better results, and get better and better at it. So consider making this one of your reoccurring tasks. So we've talked about some of the reoccurring things. We've talked about the things that you can do and why you should be doing it and that freedom, but we haven't talked about necessarily the benefits of it. And I want to switch to that for a few minutes because what can happen when I'm talking about reoccurring and when I talk about you know, putting things on your calendar and consistently doing them. Sometimes it can feel like, oh, that's just so boring. I won't have time to do anything fun and exciting. My business just feels like it's things to get done over and over and over. And I get that. But what I find is with this approach, how it starts to get you a little bit more of that freedom, how it starts to help you feel a little bit better about some of these tasks and these things that you're doing is that when you start to identify those true business critical tasks and start to turn them into reoccurring tasks, it's more likely that they get completed. Now, when I say that, often people don't understand what I mean when I say completed. Most people feel like they're working hard. If I ask someone, what have you been working on? They're like, I've been working on everything. I've been doing this and that and this and this project. But what happens is when I take a step back and I ask them, did you complete that process? Did you set up a flow? So if it's a repeatable process in your business, did you create it so that flow can happen every single week, every single month, you know, if it's that kind of project? Did you get to the point that all the things you've been working on actually create returns? And for most people, they kind of look at me and go, well, not really because I'm working on so many things. And what I find is when you spread yourself too thin, when you're working on too many things at once, you don't complete enough tasks that allow you to get the return on it. Now, it's easy to say, okay, well, complete more stuff, get more stuff done. Like it's a very easy thing to just say, but that's not what I'm saying today. What I'm really saying to you is separate out the things that are critical, crucial, so important to your business, the things that really help keep your business afloat, the things that help your business grow, the things that give you stability in your business, turn those into reoccurring tasks. Because if you can complete them faster, if you can get the benefit of them faster, what can happen is a shift can happen in your business. And if there's some of the tasks that I talked about earlier in this session, like prospecting, sales, you may create more sales in your business. If we're talking about team meetings or client meetings, maybe by setting up this reoccurring process, you'll be able to get through meetings faster. Maybe you need to find ways that instead of having big, long meetings every once in a while, doing those like 30-minute Slack messages or Slack meetings like I mentioned might be more efficient use of your time. 
and therefore your meetings may become more impactful. Maybe when it comes to client meetings, by setting up those reoccurring sessions, you might start saving time on scheduling meetings and going back and forth. You might be able to ensure that you're not double booking or missing client meetings, or not just client meetings, maybe you're working with somebody or collaborating with someone. What I find is even if my meetings aren't like reoccurring for like six months or a long time, say I wanna work with you on a project and we have a lot of work to get done. What I've started to do differently now is I'll say, you know what, do you think we need about three meetings to get this done? And the person says, yeah, then we book all three at once. So we ensure that time is secured around that project or that collaboration opportunity. And by securing that time to get that done, it's more likely that we'll get the completion of it. We won't have a project where I say I want to work with somebody, but then I get too busy because everything else jumps on my calendar. And therefore, the results of it gets pushed back, pushed back, and pushed back. All right. The other reason I really feel like this reoccurring task and reoccurring approach to running your business can really help is when you start to isolate these really important tasks in your business, you can start to feel that accomplishment on a weekly basis. For many of us in our business, we feel like it's never ending. We feel like There's so much to get done that you don't always get that euphoria feeling of accomplishments, of really saying, you know what, that that was good. I knocked that out. I finished that. That's actually happening in my business. And what I find is to tap into that experience, to tap into that even emotion of being able to accomplish big things in your business when you start to focus on those business critical tasks on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, or on a monthly basis, you will start to feel what it's like to get things done. And that motivation will help you do more. That motivation will help you through those harder times. And that feeling of accomplishment can not only change your mindset and maybe even the relationship you have with your business because you'll see your business as less of a place that only wants to drain you of all your energy and everything that you have going on, but start to see your business as a place where you get things done and you accomplish what you want to accomplish. And ultimately, your business is able to facilitate and fulfill the needs and the support that your customers and community desire and want. So that's how reoccurring tasks can change everything for you. Reoccurring tasks can really change the way you do your business and it can really change the impact that you're able to make. So thanks for joining me today. I hope today's session was a little inspiring. I hope today's session gave you a couple of ideas And as always, I'm going to give you a ton of things that you could do because we're all in different businesses, different industries. We all have different personalities and approaches. So what I hope today is you take away one idea, two ideas, maybe just start there, noodle on it and see what you can do so it can help you grow your vegan business and create that stability that we all hope to have in our businesses so that we can not only fulfill the dream, 
but help the movement move forward. So as always, thank you for joining me, whether you joined us live, whether you joined us in our podcast, or if you're watching this as a replay, I so appreciate having you here. So appreciate you taking the time to spend a little bit of your day, your evening, or your weekend to think about your business differently and start to build that roadmap to success. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Spark, a podcast that aims to provide a roadmap for vegan professionals. Each session is designed to inspire, motivate, and provide ideas for living a more fulfilling vegan professional life. If you're feeling inspired, but wondering how do I take actionable steps to improve my business, I invite you to explore our two premium podcasts, Going Solo or Fix It. Now you can get training in a podcast format so you can learn while you take the dog for a walk, do groceries, or work out. Visit veganmainstream.com to learn more or click on the links in the show notes.